Kaufman. And I'm Lisa Damaris. And this is Appraiser Talk, the show where I ask Lisa, the Vice President of Appraisal Issues at the Appraisal Foundation, your appraisal questions. We answer questions from every corner of the appraisal profession, from consumers to appraisers and real estate to business valuation. Welcome to today's episode. Today, we are continuing our special series at Appraiser Talk that we're calling Sponsor Spotlight. The work of the Appraisal Foundation would not be possible without the sponsoring organizations who support our work and provide their invaluable expertise. For our next sponsor in this series, we're talking to the Appraisal Institute. We're so pleased to welcome Appraisal Institute President Craig Steinley and President-elect Sandy Adamatis to the show. Hi, Craig and Sandy. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Amy and Lisa, for having me. It's great to be here. Thank you, Amy and Lisa. I'm proud to be here today also. Now, first off, could you tell us a little bit about your organization, what you do, and who you represent? Thank you. Sandy and I have been involved in the appraisal profession for decades each and and uh, been a part of the Appraisal Institute for that time. We, we, we're proud of the organization. It was organized in 1932, and, and uh, we celebrated our 90th anniversary last year, Amy. We're a global professional association of real estate appraisers with over 16,000 professionals in almost 50 countries throughout the world. Our mission is to empower valuation professionals through community, credentialing, education, body of knowledge, and ethical standards. Uh, The AI has led the way in fostering and promoting the highest standards of practice through its designation programs, peer review process, education, and research and publishing endeavors. Thank you so much. Now, as a part of our series, we're going to be highlighting a specific topic or question that relates to the sponsor in the spotlight. Today, that happens to be the AI Perea program, along with current legislative and regulatory issues that impact appraisers. Our audience has heard us talking about Perea a lot on the show, and many of you already know that the Appraisal Institute was the recipient of the Appraisal Foundation's conditional grant to bring a Perea program to market that would serve underrepresented groups. So my question for you both today is, can you give us an update on AI Perea? Well, Amy, for those of you who haven't heard, I'm so proud and excited to share that the Appraiser Qualification Board has provided approval of AI's practical application of real estate appraisal program for the licensed residential path. I'd like to thank the Appraisal Foundation's Board of Trustees for awarding the Pathway to Success grant to the Appraisal Institute to assist us in developing the AI Perea program. We are so thrilled with the progress being made on AI Perea and the prospect that this brings to the valuation profession. AI Perea is the realization of a dream for many in the appraisal profession, providing a clear alternative to the traditional supervisor trainee model that has existed now for many years. I'd like to talk about some of our key elements for our AI Perea. Participants will be supported throughout the program by mentors who are appraisal institute designated members, and they are full-time employees of the organization. The Appraisal Institute specifies rigorous requirements for designated membership regarding experience, education, and moral character, and those individuals demonstrate the highest standards of education and ethics. AI Perea participants will have access to our organization's 66 chapters located around the United States. 
to enhance networking opportunities and to connect with appraisers who can potentially help those AI uh, participants become geographically competent, meaning that the AI Perea participants can learn about the specifics of a local market from appraisers with that knowledge and experience. In addition to the basic specification of the three uniform standards of professional appraisal practice, USPAP compliant reports that was established for PREA programs by the AQB, AI PREA goes beyond that. We feature an additional 10 practice assignments and reports. These assignments are consistent for all uh, PREA participants and include a variety of complexity, and property types to reinforce important appraisal concepts and skills. The assignments that are part of our AI Perea program are developed by an organization with a 90-plus year history, like Craig said, and we're known as creating the best-in-class education, publications, and other appraisal products. AI Perea participants have access to a knowledge center that includes a wide variety of appraisal resources that appraisers use every day, including appraisal software and access to an actual multiple list service or MLS. AI Perea will initially welcome select participants during the pilot program phase who have completed their qualifying education and they must reside in a state which is fully accepted Perea in lieu of the traditional supervisor trainee model. AI Perea is expected to launch broadly and make registration available by September this year, 2023. Thank you so much, Sandy. This is so exciting. What are some of the other issues that the Appraisal Institute is working on right now? Amy, uh, I want to turn our attention to the residential practitioner out there where the Appraisal Institute is continuing to be proactive uh, in their needs and their day-to-day practice. We hear a lot from our residential colleagues about the changing market conditions and disruption within the residential mortgage appraisal space. The uniform appraisal data set and appraisal forms are being redesigned, as, as you all know, and will turn over an entirely new process in the, in the years ahead. We see the largest end users of appraisals requesting different services now from the market, including hybrid appraisals and property data collection reports. Technology is developing quickly. Appraisers, too, are integrating technology into their practices more than ever before. But all of this change creates a great deal of nervousness in the marketplace. We've heard a lot that it takes a lot to uh, adjust to that and uh, to be ready to serve uh, your clients with this new technology. The Appraisal Institute is listening to our residential appraisers. We are raising questions about consumer and industry impacts of hybrid and alternative products, including the detrimental impact property data collection has on appraisal professional development. We're urging regulators through letters and meetings to pay close attention to appraisal waiver rates to avoid scenarios where the secondary market competes with each other by reducing critical risk management activities. And we're forming a new residential appraiser committee that just got its uh, uh, origin at our last board of directors meeting. That's going to monitor residential appraisal issues because of their critical importance to our organization. 
They're going to make recommendations directly to the AI board of directors. That's the beauty of being a, a full standing committee of the organization. All of this is being done to help position residential appraisal professionals for success in the future. And the Appraisal Institute is always active on legislative issues. Could you give us a little bit of a legislative update of what you've got your eye on this year? Absolutely. We just uh, came off of our uh, LDAC week, our Leadership Development and Advisory Council week in D.C., where we uh, spent time with 125 of our youngest and brightest members, uh, not only uh, lobbying on Capitol Hill, but also meeting to solve problems in the industry. And as part of that, we're really pleased to talk about the recent reintroduction of the Portal for Appraiser Licensing Act or the PAL Act in the House of Representatives. Uh, Last month, it has bipartisan support. And for those who aren't familiar with the PAL Act, it's designed to stand up a nationwide cloud-based licensing system for appraisers. It would not change state licensing, but would get everyone on the same page as far as applications, background checks, and education logs. We like to say it's one-stop shopping for appraisers with regard to all of their state licensing, no matter how many credentials they might have. It's akin to the NMLS for those who are familiar with that for mortgage loan originators in the mortgage origination world. We believe that such a system would reduce unnecessary red tape for many appraisers and help streamline appraiser licensing and administrative processes in the states. It's a win-win for everyone involved, including consumers, users of appraisal services, and state regulators who would have less burdens in their office because part of that would be taken care of by this cloud-based licensing system. Also at the state level, we continue to have success in advancing reasonable liability protection for appraisers which helped reduce costs and bring certainty to the work of appraisers. For example, in Arizona and Florida, um, we've recently had some grassroots advocacy on the part of the appraisers working hand-in-hand with Appraisal Institute chapters to result in advanced liability protections around statutes of repose for uh, appraisers and the appraisals that they produce. That's a great update. And one more question from me. We hear a lot of conversation about the Appraiser Diversity Initiative. Can you give us an update on that program? Certainly can. This is something I talk about frequently. I know Sandy does as well. And if you gave us time, we could spend hours talking about ADI because it really has been a game changer. Uh, It's a partnership between the Appraisal Institute, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, and the National Urban League. I don't mind saying that the Appraisal Foundation is a sponsor of our uh, ADI as well. And it aims to expose the appraisal profession to diverse aspiring appraisers through scholarships and other support mechanisms. I'm so proud of the ADI. I tell this story often. It's provided almost 500 scholarships, now full scholarships, which have so far already uh, resulted in nearly 100 individuals that have gone through all of their uh, appraiser trainee qualifying education. There's even more uh, than 50 of those individuals who are already working in the profession and they are typically diverse or uh, veterans or from rural and underserved areas. So there's an immediate impact from the ADI. It's been generously supported by financial sponsors, including Chase Bank, 
which committed a generous $3 million over three years, and Flagstar Bank, which last year, uh, late in the year, committed another $1 million to our ADI efforts. They're being devoted, these funds, to the appraiser diversity effort and are just one way the profession is working with stakeholders to address important concerns. When taken together then, talking about ADI and AI Perea uh, and other things that the Appraisal Institute is doing right now, we're so excited, both Sandy and I, about the future of this wonderful profession that has been so good to both of us and to others that are listening uh, during our uh, careers. Thank you so much, Sandy and Craig, for joining us today. And thank you as well to our listeners. We hope you'll tune in each week to Appraiser Talk. You can send in your questions to me at amy, A-M-Y, at appraisalfoundation.org, and you might just hear us answer it in a future episode. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. Appraiser Talk is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.